brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Chapter 14 of Tom Swift Among the Diamond Makers This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Tom Swift Among the Diamond Makers by Victor Appleton Chapter 14 Warned back. Tom's cries awakened the sleepers in the tent. Mr. Damon was the first to rush out. Bless my nightcap, Tom, he cried. What is it? What has happened? Are we attacked by a mountain lion? For answer, the young inventor pointed up the mountain to where, in the dim light from a crescent moon, there stood boldly revealed the figure in white bless bless my very existence cried the odd man what is it tom the phantom was the quiet answer watch it and see what it does by this time mr jenks and mr parker had joined tom and mr damon the four diamond seekers stood gazing at the apparition and as they looked the thing in white seemingly too tall for any human being slid slowly forward with a gliding motion then it raised its long white arms and waved them threateningly at the adventurers it's motioning us to go back said mr parker in an awed whisper it doesn't want us to go any farther very likely agreed tom coolly 
but we're not going to be frightened by anything like that are we not much exclaimed mr jenks i expected this a ghost can't drive me back from getting my rights from those scoundrels suppose it uses a revolver to back up its demand asked the scientist wait until it does answered mr jenks but the figure in white evidently had no such intentions it came on a little distance farther still waving the long arms threateningly and then it suddenly disappeared seeming to dissolve in the misty shadows of the night bless my suspenders cried mr damon that's a very strange proceeding very strange what do you make of it tom it is evidently some man dressed up in a sheet declared mr jenks i expected as much the work of those diamond makers do you think continued mr damon i believe so answered tom slowly for he was trying to think it out i believe they are the cause of the phantom though i don't know that it's a man dressed in a sheet why isn't it demanded mr jenks because it was too tall for a man unless he's a giant he may have been on stilts suggested mr parker no man on stilts could walk along that way declared tom confidently he glided along too easily i am inclined to think it may be some sort of a light a light queried mr damon yes the diamond makers may be hidden in some small cave near here and they may have some sort of a magic lantern or a similar arrangement for throwing a shadow picture they could arrange it to move just as they liked and could cause it to disappear at will that i think is the ghost we have just seen but the diamond makers have only been in this mountain recently objected mr jenks and the phantom was here before them in fact that was what gave the place its name that may be admitted the lad there are many places that have the name of being haunted but no one ever sees the ghost it is always someone else who has heard of someone who has seen it that may have been the case here i grant that this place may have been called phantom mountain for a number of years due to the superstitious tales of miners the diamond makers came along found the conditions just right for their work and adopted the ghost so to speak as there wasn't any real spirit they made one and they use it to scare people away i think that's what we've just seen though i may be wrong in my theory as to what the phantom is well it's gone now at any rate said mr jenks and i think we'd better get back inside the tent it's cold out here aren't some of us going to stand guard demanded mr damon what for asked mr jenks why er bless my key-ring suppose that ghost takes a notion to come down here and use his gun as he did on the miners i don't believe that will happen 
remarked Tom. The diamond makers, if the white thing had anything to do with them, have given us a warning, and I think they'll at least wait until morning to see how we heed it. We aren't going to heed it, burst out Mr. Jenks. I'm going to go right ahead and find that cave where they make diamonds. And we're with you, exclaimed Tom. We'll have a good fire going the rest of the night, and that may keep the intruders away. In the morning we'll begin our search, and we'll go up the trail where we saw the white figure. A big pile of wood had been collected for the fire, and Tom now piled some logs and branches on the blaze. It would last for some time now, and the adventurers, still talking of the ghost, went back into the tent. It was over an hour before they all got to sleep again, and Mr. Jenks and Mr. Damon took turns in getting up once or twice during the remainder of the night to replenish the fire. Morning dawned without anything further having occurred to disturb them, and, after a hearty breakfast, to which Tom added some fish he caught in a nearby mountain stream, they set off up the trail on Phantom Mountain. They had left their tent standing, as they proposed making that spot their headquarters until they located the cave they were seeking. What their course would be after that would depend on the circumstances. If they had expected to have an easy task locating the cavern in which Mr. Jenks had seen diamonds made, the adventurers were disappointed. All that day they tramped up and down the mountain, looking for some secret entrance, but none was disclosed. The higher they went up the great peak, the fainter became the trail, until, at length, it vanished completely. But this was not to be wondered at, since it was on solid rock, in which no footsteps would leave an impression. They never brought you up here in a wagon, Mr. Jenks, decided Tom, when he saw how steep the place was. I'm inclined to think so myself, admitted the Diamond Man. They must have reached the cave from some other way. As a matter of fact, I walked some distance after getting out of the vehicle, before we got to the cavern. But, even at that, I don't believe we came this way. Yet the Phantom was here, persisted Tom, and I'm convinced that the cave is in this neighborhood. It's up to us to find it. But they searched the remainder of that day in vain, and as night was coming on, they made their way back to the camp. As Tom, who was in the lead, approached the tent, he saw something black fastened to the entrance. Hello, he cried. Someone's been here. That wasn't on the tent when we left this morning. What is it? asked Mr. Damon. A black piece of paper, written on with white ink, replied the lad. He was reading it, and, as he perused it, a look of surprise came over his face. Listen to this, called Tom. It's evidently from the diamond makers. Holding up the black paper, on which the white writing stood out in bold relief, Tom read aloud. 
be warned in time go back before it is too late you are near to death go back bless my shoelaces cried mr damon this is getting serious end of chapter fourteen every day we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in at u.s border patrol protecting our borders is more than a job it's a calling agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe if you are ready for a new mission join u.s border patrol and go beyond learn more at cbp.gov careers lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.